Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 537. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about three ways to use your tax refund. And I wanted to go over this because Apparently, the number one use of a tax refund is to pay off debt, which is phenomenal. I think that's a great idea, a great use of your tax refund. And if you do pay in too much and get a refund back, that is a very responsible thing to do. The better thing to do would be to pay in just enough so you don't get the tax refund and give the government a tax-free loan. But I understand that we're in a new tax structure and people are still really wading through trying to find out whether they owe money, whether they're getting money back. There's a lot of confusion out there from what I'm hearing. Some people are getting nasty surprises where they thought they wouldn't have to pay taxes and they're getting a bigger tax bill back. It just depends on your tax bracket, how you itemize and things like that. And I recently did podcast number 535, which was about last minute tax deductions to use or lose, meaning even in 2019, there's five tax breaks you can still get for 2018. So check that out if you haven't listened to that already. Okay, so we're reviewing this article from MarketWatch. It was written by Rebecca Graham, and it says... You prepped early and thoroughly for tax season and beat the rush to submit your paperwork to the IRS. Now it's just a matter of waiting for that free money to show up in your account. But taxpayers should be aware that the latest data from the IRS shows that tax refund totals are, on average, down 17% from refunds received in 2018. This is in part due to an increased standard deduction as a result of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Only time will tell the numbers by the end of tax season, but this decreased refund average gives Americans an even bigger reason than usual to use those funds wisely. If you're inclined to buy a new toy or splurge on a vacation with your tax return, that might end up being a fantastic choice. But before you let the money burn a hole in your pocket, consider a range of ideas to make your money work smarter for you and positively impact your overall financial health now and in the future. I just want to pause there and say, if you're inclined to buy a new toy or splurge on a vacation with your tax return, usually not a good idea. Although I understand the temptation to do that, but definitely not what you want to do with your tax return. You want to do something that is going to make a difference in your finances and potentially even save you money next year, depending on what you do with it. The article goes on to say, make a dent in your debt. It might not be the most exciting use of your refund, but the relief that comes from freedom from debt is indescribable. So take the baby steps necessary to put yourself on the path to financial freedom. 
Come up with a plan to pay off your debts by accurately identifying debts by checking your credit report, determining your eligibility for a debt consolidation loan, or lower interest rates based on your credit score and creating a strategy based on your total payoff number. The suggestion to make an extra mortgage payment is repeated often because it's tried and true and makes financial sense in most situations. The long-term interest savings can benefit you even if you're not sticking around for the full extent of the loan. But communicate with your lender first to ensure you're not charged a prepayment penalty. Keep in mind that order matters when it comes to making debt payments. Non-housing, high-interest debts should generally be paid off before making additional mortgage payments, and sufficient emergency savings should always be set aside for urgent and unexpected expenses. So I want to pause there and say you always want to pay off your highest interest rate debt if possible. And I know that there's other strategies out there, but that's the one that's going to save you the most money, is paying off the highest interest rate first. You also can improve your credit by paying down the loan that has the most of your credit line used. So if you've got a couple different debts and one is using 80% of your credit line and the other one's using 30% of your credit line, if you put money toward the 80% of your credit line used, that will actually improve your credit score. And if you aren't familiar with some of these details, check out my debt diamond method of debt reduction on my podcast. And it's always a good idea to use your funds for emergency savings. Having a little bit of excess cash is a great idea, as long as you don't just commingle it in your checking account and feel like, oh, I have extra money to spend in my checking account. No, we're talking about segregating it in a separate savings account so that you have it there in case of emergency. The article goes on to say, The second suggestion is save for rainy and sunny days. An alarming recent survey revealed that only 39% of Americans have enough savings to cover a $1,000 emergency. The other 61% of respondents say they would pay for an emergency by financing with a credit card, reducing spending on other things, borrowing from family or friends, or taking out a personal loan. Considering 34% of Americans reported an unexpected emergency in the past year, it's no-brainer to make saving a priority, as difficult as it may sometimes feel. But receiving a tax refund is the perfect opportunity to save. If you file online, you can have the money sent straight to your savings account so you won't be tempted to spend it. Perhaps you've been putting off setting up your investment portfolio, or you're waiting until you get a higher-paying job to contribute substantially to your retirement. Stop waiting and examine your options for growing your nest egg with your return. If you're not yet a homeowner, you can use your refund to prepare to become one by saving the money for a down payment, closing costs to bolster an offer, or points to buy down the rate on your mortgage. Your FICO score influences your APR, annual percentage rate, so checking your credit score and taking action to bolster it will benefit you when it's time to mortgage shop. And the third Suggestion, she says, invest in your home and experiences. A new year is a perfect time to tackle a home improvement project like upgrading lighting, cabinetry, or an inefficient appliance. These are things you can feel guilt-free about spending money on because your investment will return in both your enjoyment of the home and resale value. Consider putting your refund toward education in the form of a certification that moves you closer to a career goal or even a small-scale entrepreneurial endeavor. 
And if you do decide to spend your money on travel, after all, maximize every penny by taking advantage of credit cards with optimal traveling perks like airline miles, hotel discounts, cashback rewards, and other bonuses not available with regular credit cards. The top travel credit cards require an excellent or good credit score to qualify, so before you set your travel plans in stone, check your credit score, pay down high credit card balances, dispute errors on your credit reports, and address delinquent items, and thoroughly read all terms and conditions for any credit card you apply for. End of article. I like the idea of investing in yourself and getting some more education. Why don't you consider joining the VIP experience? I think that would be a great use for your tax refund. Just fill out an application in the show notes and we'll see if it's a good fit for you. The one thing I'm making sure to point out that everyone is aware of is that if you have a home equity line of credit that you're using and you used to use that for emergencies or you used to use that for travel, and then pay it back. This is now not going to be tax deductible if you use your home equity line of credit for anything other than your home or your second home. So it has to be used for remodeling expenses, repairs, a new roof, things like that. It cannot be used for just any reason anymore. So make sure that you're up to speed on the rules about home equity loans and home equity lines of credit so that you don't get stuck without being able to use that as a tax deduction next year. And as always, work with your tax professional to see if you can bring your taxes in line with what you owe so you're not actually getting a refund. Especially if you have a really large refund that you're getting back, you're really giving the government a tax-free loan and it's cutting down on your monthly cash flow that that money should be in your pocket every month. But if you do get a tax refund, I think the good ideas are paying down debt, making a contribution to your retirement plan, using it for education, using it for home repairs. Those are great ideas and always solid financial advice for you to use your tax return for. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, please hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified of new podcasts as soon as they're available. And please share the podcast with your family, friends, and get the word out about all of the great things you're learning here. The feedback is so great from you. I'm so grateful. And I just want more people to know this exists for them to get stronger in their finances and get closer to financial freedom. Don't forget, we still have our review contest going and you have the opportunity to win 25 prizes. 11 of my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197, 11 of the Wealth Heiress books that I'll personalize for you, and three wealth mentoring sessions with me valued at $500. All you need to do is leave a podcast review on iTunes to get your name in the hat five times, leave a book review on Amazon to get your name in the drawing seven times, and if you do both, your name is in the drawing 10 times. And names will be announced after March 30th. And don't forget to check podcast number 532 to see if you won for February's contest. And we have a brief 10 question survey that you can fill out. Let me know what you're looking for in the podcast so I can create episodes that are tailored just for you. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. 
share the wealth, and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.